I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. No, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With Jen on the ether. <gasps> Sorry, she's actually not here this week. I'm sorry. Uh, we got to do a little catch up. We're gonna have to do do some more uh, some Dave, some some of Dave. We actually still owe them some real deals. The real deals. Several Dave. real deals, and then Dave deals with the slow decline. D Dave, whatever it's called. Look, she's not here. I don't have to get it right. Um, season five. I think it changes every week. It does. It? Season five, episode eight, Clash of the Titans, November twenty fourth. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now, if that's the case. Did it really say November 24th? See, the reason this throws me off, I guess it shouldn't throw me off, November 24th, 1998, which is, uh, just for the record, if I'm not mistaken, just got to look at it real quick, folks. I'm so sorry about this. This is real fun to listen to. It's 13 days after the last one, which means, again, that's a schedule move. (laughs) Yet another schedule move. Um, So not fun. Thanks, NBC. Thanks, NBC. Um, Jeez. We've got some fun guest stars on this episode. Uh, we are continuing. We are wrapping up, that is to say, the D.B. Cooper arc on news radio. Um, um, Johnny's descent into... I'm just going to leave it open. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. His descent into... King Hobo? Yeah, King that's true. Hobos? That is true. This okay. is the beginning of that arc. That's okay. right. He gets two arcs, he really. Gets, he really, what that mean does. Lucky bastard. Lisa's reporting on the scene to start. That's true. As as has happened before when she reported on him being president, she's trying to be as impartial as possible. Um, we know that won't happen. Right. And, and Max is trying to get consoled <laughs> by Johnny. Uh-huh. Y- y- you won't leave us, will you? Never, champ. Calls him champ. Will bear hug shut you up? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, then you go to the courtroom. Yeah, right. This, which I'm assuming is the same courtroom set as uh, with the uh, with um, Goober. Uh, I look, it looks similar. Yeah, maybe they build it from the same. I just, uh, uh, Lisa. I mean, <laughs> hello, Lisa Miller, WNYX News Radio, number one news station. Uh, and then his response uh, to the prosecution charges uh, is. I will beat the white devil by whatever means necessary. What? I love it so much. That's classic Jimmy James. He was apparently reading Malcolm X. <laughs> just then. <laughs> we just uh, want to say, fight the power, kids! <laughs> University of Florida Gators! <laughs> uh, that gets one of those guttural yells again, which are fantastic. Uh, let's see, so... <laughs> well, that just gets us into the... Into yeah, the opening, right into the, right into the opening, um, wow. and then the audience is like making a noise every time he answers anything. Oh, geez, they do that every time I answer a question. I mean, uh, come uh, on. Uh, <laughs> see what I'm talking about, Judge? <laughs> and Johnny is of course celebrating because, in case you've forgotten, he's evil. 
You're right. Uh, <laughs> Johnny, you're drowning you, your sorrows in expensive champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, nobody notices. Like, they have no concept that he's clearly enjoying himself. Nah, uh, celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Anyone want, want some? Wait, wait, wait. Why are you celebrating, boss? You want to take this one, Dave? Because <laughs> he knows that nobody's going to listen. I love that he has just broken down the, the dynamic. He knows that nobody gives a shit. All right, Johnny wants Mr. James to go to jail. It's all part of his evil plan. You know the evil plan I've been warning you about for weeks. <laughs> and, still. and they're all slowly it's starting to click with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Slowly, I might add. Very, very slowly. <laughs> Back in the court. Mm-hmm. They want to know how he got the duffel bag. How'd you mean uh, got the duffel bag? Kept it all home by myself. I was trying to get my head on straight, enjoying some freeze-dried turkey loaf, and boom! <laughs> yeah, boom! This guy comes parachuting down, crashes on my tent, and then asks me to give him a ride. <laughs> Jeez, he actually has a good backstory. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I suppose you're going to tell me you have no idea who the stranger was and where he can be located today. <laughs> I love how he just, this is where he decides just to give uh-huh. him up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, why not? Okay. <laughs> I'm be- beat. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who it was. It was Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> Adam way, West, Batman. By the way, let's say I know who it was, and this script clearly originally said it was blank like you know let's just wait to see who we can which get. celebrity we get? yep <laughs> this is great though. i want to know if they tried for anybody else like somebody like even bigger because adam west is a great cult favorite like that's great because batman's great but who there's there had to have been somebody oh, else could you imagine fight. they got like patrick swayze or something <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fresh off the heels of two wong fu thanks for everything julie newmore hey maybe uh, uh, I do love the lawyer's response with just no. Adam West was not DB Cooper. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the fact that he had to say that. <laughs> I'm afraid I was, Your Honor. <laughs> Again, Jimmy, I'm really sorry. By the way, my Adam West is also my space. A little bit of John. It's 100% what it is. A little bit of John Wayne in there too, to be honest. Yeah, it's Johnny Johnson and John Wayne, and then it's my. That's what my Adam West is. Oh. And he's apologizing, which is um. Do we we don't establish whether or not this is true or if Jimmy is like has something on Adam West so, something big enough we're getting arrested. I just assume this DB was Cooper. true. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I'm assuming in the in their world, yes, that is it's actually true, and he feels bad, and he's in the courtroom right that day, right, where he just appears out of nowhere. I like to point out just. <laughs> uh, you want to wrap it up? Of course, I surrender. I throw myself on the mercy of this court. Judge not a man by the size of his shoes. <laughs> Jimmy has to yell at him. Adam! <laughs> you to cuff me or what? <laughs> this is this is this very... Let me wrap early. this up quick, by oh, the yeah, way. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and this is also early in Let's Get... Oh, Adam West will do something if you pay him to do it. This is what... I feel like this is early on in people realizing that was the case. There's there this was... and Conan had a show called Look Well that starred him. It was a pilot that went Which nowhere. Here is... Uh, I saw part of it. It's actually, it was actually really good. Yeah, what I saw of it was great. And uh, it's one of those like disappointments a lot of people have where it would have been great if it had gotten picked up. It would have been a lot of fun. I got to look this up. There was a movie he did where he played... It was like from the late 80s where he played like an alien. What? With this... 
Adam West. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up, folks. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> West. Uh, in the meantime, I, I will point out that Jimmy has kept his uh, his beard again, his goatee. I do wonder if this was a Stephen Root preference, uh, if he wanted it or if they wanted it for a character thing. But because he's a bona fide folk hero now, that's why he's keeping his uh, his his you know his beard. Ah, hmm. uh, yes. It was called Doing Time on Planet Earth. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. And Adam West plays an alien? Yes, Charles Pink. What the? Okay, hold on. I'll find it. Through a series of extraordinary circumstances, an eccentric teenager believes he may be the alien prince of a distant planet, ready to lead his brethren home. Uh huh. Adam West was one of the aliens. Adam West is one. It was just ridiculous. So, but is he like in makeup, or is he just looks? Like no, Adam he looks West. like Adam West. But there's some weird stuff under the skin. Uh huh. Uh huh. Kind of like V. A little bit. Is it a comedy? I hope it was a comedy. Okay, that's. Good. I don't think you can have that movie not be a comedy. I mean, you could try. You could try. Adam, you, West... Has Adam West been in, be, be prior to Batman, or I mean, post Batman? Has he been I think in so? Because any... there's an MST3K. I can't remember the name of it, but there's an MST3K where Adam West is like the local sheriff or mayor, and it's a terrible movie. Was this before Batman? It's the seventies. No, it's in the seventies. Sometime after. Really? Batman. Yes. Because I just can't. I didn't I, think he got I, any like serious roles neither after can Batman. I, and I would only barely call it a serious role because it's terrible. But yeah, he's in. A, I'm pretty Oof. sure this is just post Batman. And they're like, we can get him for a song for some reason because you know. I never saw, but my brothers told me about. It. There was a movie where Andy Griffith in like the '90s played. Uh, it was like a TV movie. He plays like a grandpa that just goes nuts and starts killing his family i gotta Holy f- shit. find out what i gotta find out what that was anyway let's keep going wow just... what it was was shotgun <laughs> um sorry that's that so now i'm picturing uh i loved andy griffith so much uh it's too bad he went crazy and killed his whole family well, that's what done, happened it was just on the movie oh it was just a movie i think okay, he was okay. sick of playing the good guy because mm-hmm. he plays a good guy um, so yeah, Jimmy James is a is a is a folk hero now. So that's why he's keeping his the scruff. His scruff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good. It looks good on Jimmy. Um, James, you're better than a folk hero. You know Batman. <laughs> that was Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that very much. Matthew drew a picture of Mr. James' cell for him. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because mm. that's the one thing you want. You want to remember. Got your bunk beds there. There's the toilet. There's the guy in the cell next to you who wanted my home address. Remember him. <laughs> The, there's one line here. So Max mm-hmm. says, Mr. James, I wasn't fooled by Johnny Johnson for one second. Dave says, that's a lie. You've been dancing around Johnny like a trained monkey. I feel like that was a placeholder that they were going to come up with something different. But Uh-huh. Oh, you mean just because it is kind of like a... I mean, the delivery was great. Sure. It was funny. Uh, uh, I just feel like there would be some other reference or something that they would have... Yeah, on this show? On this show. Yeah. In particular. Yeah. Yeah, no, it seems like it would have a... Again, it's... It's another one of those yeah. things that sort of feels like, eh, you know, let's not fill that blanket. We're fine. You're fine. Eh, we'll just leave it trained monkey. That's okay. I do like Max's response. So I have a question. Is anyone here like a tattletale? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Johnny's in Dave's office and Dave, everybody's confident that Johnny's about to get shut down, of course. And Lisa says, well, fire him. Yeah, fire him. Just don't hurt his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> He's got he very wants, soft lips, if I remember he wants correctly. To make out. Mm-hmm. Make out. Uh, yeah. Oh God, Mr. James, I heard you and Lisa were having problems. Yeah, she turned me down. Kind of bugged her that I was trying to steal your empire. <laughs> Women. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, it's very dumb. <laughs> um, 
Oh yeah, and then he had. Uh, <laughs> here's what he has the leverage on uh, Mr. James because he shows him. He talks about how he had his board of directors in a hot tub orgy, or at least he has pictures of <laughs> yes, them. Yes, right, right. And then, <laughs> Mr. James like, said, "You blackmail him? No, I bribed him. Naked hot tub orgy." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's, uh, while he's on the lam, uh, Johnny's been made, officially been made CEO. Um, and Johnny's pointing out that it would take about 10 years or so to, to take care of that in court, which would be long enough for him to destroy. He, he doesn't want to just own the empire. He no. wants to own it and then just bury it. Right. Which is, that's pretty evil. That's pretty, you know, how, how many... Honestly, how many plots do you ever see in in the movies with actual corporate intrigue where it's like, no, I want to own your company and then ruin it. And right. And everything is attached to your name. That doesn't really happen as often. It's more like, I want to take well, it also, over. Also, it doesn't really benefit him if he's the CEO of uh-huh. the company. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know. clearly, it's all about taking Mr. James down. Comic book movies, you could learn a thing or two from this particular character trait. Have Patrick Warburton play Johnny Johnson in a Marvel movie as the bad guy? I would 100% buy it. He doesn't even need to have a super suit or, or have some kind of superpowers. He's just he's just evil. He's pure evil. I would absolutely watch Johnny Johnson as a bad guy in the next Spider-Man. They're going to do another Spider-Man, right? He should be a dark version of Thor. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I'd like but that. But as Johnny Johnson. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. On the good <clears throat> thunder. Um, oh, God, this hammer's heavy. <laughs> oh, how do you lift this all day? <clears throat> uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, and also... Johnny's so, g- go ahead. No, it's fine. It's uh, Johnny's going to throw him a bone, and he Jimmy was like, okay, well then, I want WNYX, because it's the heart of the beast. That's what Johnny's like. Yeah, I love yeah. that somehow, again, this is still somehow the center of his corporate empire. There's this no way this, this is, I mean, I'm sure it gets, you know, whatever listeners, but there's mm-hmm. no way this is the heart uh-huh. of the beast. How about the chain of internet cafes? Oh, you mean Hot Cup of Web? By the way, somebody does own I Hot love Cup. that name. Hotcupofweb.com has been owned, I think, since then. by really? one Who I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're a listener. Uh, and uh, they have sent me some stuff about the show over over the course of the show. But wow. yes, Hot, Hot Cup of Web is a website they still maintain to some degree, which this is brilliant. Is one of my favorite fake names. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, this is up there with, I uh, remember in the real Ghostbusters, there was a frat called Tri Cup of Brew that <laughs> always made me laugh. Jesus this is Christ. kind of up there. <laughs> oh, crap. I don't remember anything from the real Ghostbusters, just for the record, but that's it's not a brag. If it's you just watched a, the first season it was great, and then they geared it only toward kids, and he can't even. <laughs> I know okay. that's weird. They directed that cartoon. Yeah, Children. right. What the, How dare they? Sons of How that's dare when they? Coulier came in and just Coulier'd all over the thing, right? Anyway, just uh, <laughs> I feel like we've insulted Dave Coulier on the podcast before. I'm not. I have nothing against Dave Coulier. I'd go down on him in a theater. Oh, I thought you said da- ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it got bad when he. It's not <laughs> his fault. We it's not his fault. It's definitely the writing. Sure. Changed and. Mm-hmm. Because it was Frank Welker the first season, right? If I'm not mistaken, was the voice of Fankman for the first season. Anyway. No, it was Lorenzo Music. You're right. It was Lorenzo music, music, and then yeah, which okay. was perfect for the fuck is Peter Frank in it. Anyway, sorry guys. This is voiceover talk with Alan and Jason. Um, and then was, they're kind of was Ray. they're they're now negotiating. Uh, you know what it gets to keep one employee, two employees. How about one employee and Matthew? How about one employee? <laughs> <laughs> I love that deal. 
and he's got till five uh, to figure it out. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy leaves. Well, I lied. You look like hell. Go find a treadmill, you fat son of a bitch. <laughs> fat son of a bitch. That's uh, brilliant. Uh, on that, let's take a quick break. Okay. We're back. We're back. <laughs> the break room. Uh, they're discussing hot cup of web. Yep. They're discussing the idea of the internet cafe, which is already not a thing now. I mean, how seven years maybe? What do we think? Seven years was their peak? Like maybe like 98 to 2005? I don't know. See, the thing is like people don't... Because I feel like Starbucks and stuff like that, it's still technically an it internet still cafe. Because people go there for the Wi-Fi and do whatever work they want to do. But there were places that... So literally had, had like, computers like computers that, that yeah. In, yeah. No, those are done. Yeah. Those... I'm guessing they maybe had a seven-year run at most. There was one down on Ventura for a while that... There was one on the corner of Sunset and La Brea. For those of mm-hmm. you who don't know what that is, that's... Two streets in, in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> that's about all I can give you. Okay. Uh, that's fair. God, but that was... Even that was like 2008? Yeah. This show's utter disdain for the internet is always so fucking fun. <laughs> it's so weird. And I'll, like, the internet is still relatively new, but like, again, super disdain for like what it is, what it might be. Uh, an internet cafe is a God. place where lonely teenagers go to drink cappuccino and download load pornography. Probably true. Which I don't think you were allowed to do, though. Probably not allowed to do it, but I'm sure people did it. Uh-huh. Go to a library if you want to do that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, teenagers love pornography. That's what it says. Pornography. <laughs> I was watching pornography. Candy. Candy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I just love Beth asking Mr. James, you do have a plan, right? <laughs> just that <laughs> dead stare and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was like a Joe moment that it, Mr. James Very had. much so. I mean, Jimmy's at almost his... No, he's at his lowest, pretty much, here. Yeah. Uh, this is as close as he's ever been to homeless, you know, which, again, he's we're going to destroy Johnny at some point here, but this is as close as he's ever going to get to that. And then Matthew quotes, Journey to Dave, Don't uh-huh. Stop Believing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I wrote. <laughs> and his plan is, I'm going to get my empire back from Johnny some way, somehow. That's it. That's an awesome plan. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> uh, that's uh, oh, and then Max walks in. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dave, how come I wasn't invited to the anti Johnny movement? Because you're in love with Johnny. Jealous. <laughs> that's just a John Lovitz line, it's right very there. Very much so. Very <laughs> much so. Like, we don't know what to put in here. Let's let's do something he's good at. We know he's good at. Jealous. Yeah. Let's just have him be the critic. Um, <laughs> what a great critic. show that, that was. was. A great show. Yeah. I think I've mentioned several times before there's a character named Paula Sims on an episode, and it made me laugh very much so. And Beth is now protesting on air, uh, singing uh, uh, whatever fucking America song that is. Uh, My country is of thee. Is that the name? Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, sure. I I guess I should should know this. And then uh, Jimmy, get get a little weird. It's so funny, like, when they'll introduce a backstory element that later later in the final season gets totally debunked where he says yeah take it from an old hippie like myself uh later on we find out he's basically afraid of hippies but uh, yeah uh but i also again as steven root point he he's just he's crazy he'll say whatever he wants to seemingly to to just to get by yeah um you think this is the kind of thing that can jump start a movement her singing into the fucking microphone <laughs> also 
Uh, at some point, Johnny Johnny then walks in and says, "Mikey, kill the feed." We never see Mikey. This is an off-camera reference to a guy somewhere in the room who can kill the feed, who isn't up in the booth. I want to know who Weird. Mikey is. Yep, Mikey is one of the few off-screen named characters on this show. Mikey, did you go to New Hampshire with the rest of them? Yeah. Would, oh man, wouldn't it be great if he was the one? They just never. He just you never, never see shows him, up though. in the stories. You never see him. Yeah. It's, but Mikey's got his whole. All right. Here, here's what I'm going to say. Season six happens, or the movie. That's fine with me if it's a movie, because Stephen Root said he'd be down with a movie, right? This is what we're doing. We're whittling down the possibilities. Paul, if you're down to do a movie, one of us. Well, I think I can give young. you Paul's answer right now. Yeah. I don't care. No, nope, don't care. Oh, you and I are too young to play Mikey. So who plays Mikey? Who do we cast as Mikey? I mean, I'll it could be stunt casting. Old age makeup. I'm fine, right? Just, That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You can play Mikey. Mikey. Can I play the son of Ted from accounting? Who killed himself? Um, yeah. Wait, wouldn't you have to be <laughs> part of the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Well, maybe I rejected That's my fine. father's ways. That's fine. I rejected. You're trying to make up for every. You, the whole plot is you trying to make up for what your father did. There you go. All right, this okay. is a great movie already. <laughs> it's okay. I've already written the opening. I'm just saying, Paul. It's out there. Um, and when I say it's out there, it's a very stupid opening that I've written. We're gonna make it an action drama. I mean, it does open with a lot of action. It does open with a, a helicopter. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, but, you know, that's fine. But that's uh, it just felt like that's the tone. Do you make the... Sorry, the news radio movie. Is it tonally a, a comedy or is it tonally like something else entirely? Yes. But, uh, whenever they did any sort of a movie from like 80s sitcoms i don't know if you remember like mm -hmm. family ties did one where they went to uh europe yeah. or somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah uk and it wasn't funny at all mm -mm. like it just felt like a very kind of boring movie yeah because it's just let's pay for your vacation and let's R shoot something while we're there right but the show itself had yeah. a lot of funny stuff so mm -hmm. why didn't you keep that in yeah it's very weird it was also a show that could shift gears very easily. Oh God! Regular well, a little show too, and, too drastic and sometimes. Tom Hanks coming on and being drunk uncle. Uh, you didn't see the first season with a touching uncle. That was a, oh what? Holy shit! I'd forgotten kissing, that. Kissing Mallory. Oh and my push God! Him away. It's like dude, Ooh, whoa, guys! I had forgotten. This is a wow. Also, like laugh track doesn't know what to do with that. Like, oh, 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 right. This isn't oh uncomfortable just just watching some of those laughs in there you're gonna be like why why are they why are they laughing is it because they didn't know what to do <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay God. okay welcome to the family ties podcast well, you just, a lot of season one show. episode three. <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh, the brian bonsell years that's what we're doing right now oh so just the last season yeah just the last season okay good. um oh, easy enough mm-hmm <laughs> so max offers johnny a hot towel <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> It's lukewarm at best. <laughs> You're a wicked one, Max Lewis. <laughs> Holy shit! He, he he just he wants to be he wants to be he wants, he wants to, to be in all like the world. Yeah, yeah. He wants everybody to think he's on their side. <sighs> he's such a coward. It's remarkably good. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Joe's gonna go try to go just actually physically fight Johnny hmm, Johnson. Mm -hmm. I love it though, Johnny's very well. How do you feel about nunchucks? <laughs> That's right. They both have a pair. See, I knew we could have hung out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Matthew screws it up by walking with a bag of 
peeled oranges. <laughs> Joseph, is this guy bothering you? He presses so uncomfortably close to Joe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dude, stop pressing me like that. He's what? like on his ass. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Dude, you're ruining everything. <laughs> and instead of a bag of oranges that is supposed to leave no bruises, orange slices. Orange peeled slices. orange slices. <laughs> yeah, my mom peels me peels them for me because I have very soft nails. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of somebody having soft nails is remarkably funny. Also, oranges are a pain in the ass to peel, so you should have ate those. It's true. You should have ate those. It's very true. Uh, Johnny's settled in. He's he's the boss as far as he's concerned because he doesn't think Jimmy. I mean, nobody thinks Jimmy's going to win at this point. He's offering uh, Dave the Johnny Johnson Express is leaving the station. I'm offering you a seat in first class. And. Uh, <laughs> Max offers him a boutonniere. Boutonniere boss. <laughs> it's wilted. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, and then Johnny, because Dave refuses, he gives him a desk that a fourth grader would use. Uh, I had and that... a demotion, which I don't remember what the demotion was. Uh, but... Right. I, I had that very desk in my, my attic, by the way, of my house. That same. Those were all, even when you could fit in them, they were uncomfortable. Yeah. We lived in a weird time where you could go to school in the 80s and 90s and some of the stuff was from the 40s still in your classroom. <laughs> like, that's a weird-ass thing. You're right. Yeah. That is, what do they have? Do they just have tables now? Uh, probably just a little standalone chairs with, like, a single platform desk. Mm. I'm, guess, I'm guessing. I could be wrong. Well, you had but to put stuff in the desk, though, right? Oh, yeah, right. So if you're littler. Yeah, I don't know. That's a very good question. I remember, know. take out your books. You open the desk. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good stuff. Mm, those are those are the t- days. <laughs> Having your, a nineteen forties desk. Yeah, in the you 1980s. had your little your clacking teeth in there. You had your you know your clickers. Yeah, you had your uh, what do you call it? Your slingshot, all that stuff. I remember you had a slingshot. Yeah, I mean, I, I once took a friend of mine out when it was really cold and told him to stick his tongue to a flagpole. Went back inside, didn't <laughs> tell the teacher. Why it was a good time. This is nineteen forty nine or so. I was listening to Little Orphan Annie on the radio. FDR had just died. It was a great time. Oh, wait. You are wait. much older than I thought. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. I'm very old. Wow. I don't good. age. You look good. I age sometimes. It's a very weird <laughs> thing. I age intermittently. Like one like one day, I'll age what? three years, and then like a decade will go by, and I won't lose a, a thing. Wow, I want to yeah. hear your secrets. Also, what does your narration voice sound like? Then? Just like Gene Shepard in A Christmas Story. I don't want to do it now. It's, uh, it's It takes a lot out of me. I pass That's out. That's fair. After I don't know what this episode we is. Are, I'm so sorry, matter. guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, to cheer Mr. James up, mm-hmm. Dave sits in the <laughs> tiny desk. Oh, what the hell! <laughs> there you go. I'm sitting in a tiny desk. <laughs> Does that amuse you? Not as much as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it probably doesn't help that Dave's kind of enjoying it to help Mr. James that's out. So. Right? Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. <clears throat> But and yeah. Mr. James comes up with the best plan when he picks his employee, he picks Johnny. Yeah, he gets to keep one employee and somehow it works out that Johnny counts even though he's CEO. <laughs> That's he counts as an employee. Yep. And I, I again, that is one of the things I love about this sitcom is that it'll just take a sitcom trope and just ring it out <laughs> in front of you just so you, you don't don't forget. Um 
Oh, uh, hey, I've been getting that all morning. <laughs> Ooh, he's a Nas. Yeah, what did I just say? <laughs> you win. The man beat me fair and square. But you're evil. <laughs> That's no excuse for poor sportsmanship. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Max says, Johnny, yeah. You suck. And then the audience, I feel like, is almost about to get behind him because, again, somebody's turned on the applause or cheering sign. <laughs> and he mouths, call me. And so, then Johnny actually nods, like, okay. Well, yeah, okay, I'll give you a call. Do you think they hang out after this? <laughs> they probably do. Uh, if Max could do the favors for Johnny, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't 100%. Uh, and then Dave asks, Mr. James, uh, was it all a plan or was it just dumb luck? <laughs> Dave, would you think dumb luck is actually... Let's go get that drink. <laughs> <laughs> and poor, poor Beth is like comes out of the Beth booth and thinks that uh, her protest has has worked. Mister <laughs> James, did my protest work? Also, she hasn't been on the air in a while because Johnny cut the feed and played. Mm-hmm. Just yes. Associ- well, I don't know what news they're Associated Press news. I don't even know what they were playing. That's a very good question. Some other because there a I news station. In. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's to say? Jeez. Uh, and then Matthew says that part B of the plan is is ice cream, which he did mention earlier. We didn't bring that up, so they're they're gonna go get some some ice cream. Yeah, and a drink. A bar that serves ice cream is what they're gonna. This is a very weird episode. It is. It's an incredibly strange reason- episode. It wraps it up uh, with with a with a little bow, but that bow is is awkwardly tied. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. I don't know what my favorite line. Do you have a favorite line on, in in this episode? Ooh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, I felt like I had it, and then I wait. Yes. Wait. Mm-hmm. Wait. No. <laughs> no. Wait. I'm gonna say no. Adam West is not DB Cooper. That's a pretty good line. <laughs> Just insisting, because of course that makes no sense. You know what? I'll say, <laughs> go find a treadmill, you fat son of a. Oh, bitch. that's a pretty good one too. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what my favorite moment... Uh, you know, Dave hopping in the desk is pretty good. It's a pretty good moment. That was good. Uh, might, mine might be Adam West just standing there saying, you gonna cuff me or what? <laughs> <laughs> Adam West is a good highlight. Again, doesn't come up again. We just have to assume that in this universe, he's arrested he's and arrested, in prison he's for the prison rest of his for, life. Yeah, his whole life, yeah. That's, uh, man. See, there's so many things that are making me think, because... Again, once this the news radio tribute comic will happen, uh, once that happens, there are just so many little things like that that I would like to see. I'd like to see a picture of Adam West as D.B. Cooper. Uh, I'd like to see uh, ads for Hot Cup of Web and all these other companies. I have a few a few things that I've been drawing up, but there are people out there who are much better artists than I am, including Alan Rickard, um, who can draw them and send them in. Just haven't yet. To Freakzilla at scopenet.com. Send us print-quality images, please and thank you. Um, Alan... Hmm. What do you want to promote? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Come find me on the internet. Mm-hmm. Go to uh, Hot Cup of Web. Hot Cup first. of Web. Instagram, at Alan Rickard, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. Twitter, at Alan Rickard, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. And, well, actually, those are the big ones. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, still, because I really like the movie, and I'm in it, but it's just a really fucking good movie. Go see, uh, Dolomite is my name. Yes. Go see it at your local house. Um, <laughs> on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I should have mentioned that. I've watched it a couple times now. I enjoy it a lot. 
Um, I'm not in it for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. It could be maybe because I didn't audition. I don't have representation. Yeah, that could. That, I didn't that express could be part of it. interest in it because I didn't know it existed. Because right. uh, my friend Alan didn't tell me that it existed, even though you'd think he'd know it'd be exciting to me. It's fine. It's okay. I don't hold a grudge against you. I'm sure, why you did actually? You probably did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> probably did. But for the bit, you did not. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter: J Klom, J K L A M M. Instagram: Jason Klom, J A S O N K L A M M. Uh, <clears throat> this will still come out before then, so come watch Alan and I in a drinking game. What? I know. December 21st, this year, 2019, of our Lord, uh, at, I think, the Met Theater again, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Uh, so the That's Met Theater. It's the 21st and not the 14th. Yes, right. So come come see us in a very nice theater in a very weird neighborhood. <laughs> come come enjoy watching come us. Come to get California drunk. for a Christmas break on I mean, the 21st. Should. Why not? Come see a drinking game. Come a on, drinking folks. game, a drinking game. It's It'll be good. It'll be us two. Bunch of other schmucks from our, our show. We're all schmucks. I'm not saying they are the schmucks. Right, right. It's Alan will be probably like news radio a lot. John McClain. I will probably be Hans Gruber for the sixth time. I don't know how many times we've done this fucking movie. This is about, this is officially, last month was, but this is basically our nine year show, our nine year anniversary show. Ooh. So we're moving into our ninth, tenth year, whatever. I can't do math right now. Oh, we're old. Hmm? We're old. We are old. Jeez. But uh, there's one thing left to say, ladies and gentlemen, that is catch you later, B-Cakes. I'm so depressed. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!